Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. And this is Eric. So I think we have to modify our show opening because that's not me with that big voice. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Eric. Go NetSpeed. But we're very happy to have Go NetSpeed sponsor the program. Uh, we're very excited about it. And it's a no-brainer. If you have if Go NetSpeed in your town, you're crazy, crazy not to use it um, and, and cut the cable and tell the incumbent providers to pound sand. They had plenty of years, plenty of years to improve their service, lower their prices. They chose not to. And now we have finally competition coming in to hopefully eat their lunch, which is fine by me. How about you, Bob? I have no problem with that. It's, it's the best thing. So thank you, GoNetSpeed, for sponsoring us. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Jack in Waterford first. What's going on, Jack? Well, what's go- going on is I'm getting beep codes oh. when I turn on my Lenovo all-in-one. Yeah. All right. Did you look up the beep codes and, and how many beep codes that and what was, they were? I tried looking it up. Uh, Lenovo stopped publishing beep codes like the generation before. Um, Uh-oh. But really? it appears I went I went and looked up some of the old IBM ones, mm-hmm. and it appears to be either an error in the BIOS data area, not good, or or the memory. Yep. Uh, the the machine uses uh, SO DIMMs. Yep. DD4. Mm-hmm. So the and cheapest thing would be to. It'd be to swap those out. Try to swap one yeah. out. How old's the machine? I tried that. Uh, it's fourteen months. So fourteen months. Fourteen I, uh, months. I have a link to Lenovo for their yep. beep codes, and you can enter your uh, serial number, and it'll tell you what the beep codes are. All right. And, um, we can try that. There's a list here that says uh, like three short beeps followed by one long beep is memory not detected. Two long beeps followed by three short beeps is video call. What I have, what I have, Bob, is three one three one. So it sounds like you got a problem with your memory. 
And you already swapped it out, though. You said you swapped it out, yeah, Jack. I, I swapped it out. I put in a four yeah. gigabyte, uh, and I'm not sure. I, it was an SO dim out of an old uh, MacBook Pro. No, you can't just do that. What do you think? We, we, these things are not necessarily compatible no, yeah, that way. They're, they're not energy. Do you have more <laughs> than one stick of RAM or just one? No, the original one, one. SO dim. Yeah. They're not all tr yeah. created equally, unfortunately. So, you mean, it may have similar specs, but it was in a different type of device. So you all, need to I make... wanted, all I wanted is to change the beep code from 3.1 to 3.2 or 7.0. Or... No, okay, yeah, but you, that's not a, it's an illogical approach only because the uh, beep codes well. <laughs> may be looking. They, they don't have a beep code for, hey, that's Mac stuff in my, in my body. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. Um, there's yeah. probably no code for that. What you need to do is go get a SODIM that is compatible with that piece of hardware. Because um, right. if, if the error is a memory error, and Bob and, uh, seems to have confirmed that it is, that's the easiest thing to fix. Now, being 14 months old, how, what's the warranty on this thing? Only a year? Uh, only a year. That's too yeah, bad. it expired on uh, January 5th. Okay. So I would just tell you to go online and buy a a stick of RAM, and I would tell you that why you're doing it. If, what did you have to start with? Eight gigs or four gigs? How much RAM was in the machine? Eight. It eight. came with eight. The max it'll do is sixteen. I would tell you to consider getting a sixteen gig sodium. So along with fixing it, you're going to improve it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're going to pop it in anyways, unless it needs two separate dims to get to sixteen, it might need two eight gig sodiums to fit. No, in. No, no. It's it's only a one. Oh, perfect. It's only one. So I would tell you to go get the exact correct compatible and to find that out you can go to crucial.com yeah already, I've, I've done that i've priced it out okay uh, and, and i was trying to save myself the 47 dollars now you're not gonna um, <laughs> it's not gonna no, happen well I, what i'm afraid of is when i swap the new one in then it turns out to be the main board that would be awful, and uh, that yeah. is definitely a, a risk that you have to take. However, RAM is pretty volatile. It is the probably the weakest link. The main board is pretty – most main boards are pretty tough. Um, yeah. I, I would really be disappointed in Lenovo if that would fail that quickly. Um, but it's possible. Yeah, if it's possible there was a power hit up that way. Um, oh, well, that if it's a power hit, anything, anything could have blown that. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's broken yeah. on it, but – I don't know that you can return open RAM. You probably can't. Um, no, that's and I've got nothing else that uses it. Right. How much did it cost you? How much was this? Uh, Fourteen months. Yeah. Uh, it was somewhere between twelve and fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. All right. You didn't skimp. Um, you got no. a good good box there. Um, An i seven with 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 eight gigs and uh, two hundred fifty six SSD. Nice. It's worth fixing. Um, and yeah, you may want to also absolutely. purchase. You may want to purchase, uh, well, you really can't fix lightning strikes, but you can fix surges by buying a UPS that has uh, yeah. some good surge protection built in and protect your investment yeah. there. Um, yeah. but it, it won't do anything yeah, for lightning it, strikes. It was a strip. I'm thinking if they got a hit, um, they, um, they're using the phone lines for their world's slowest. Internet. internet service a phone line. that was plugged directly in yeah yikes so they are using bot huh but you you can plug <laughs> no uh, no not as bad as the last guy no uh, we're DSL. better than uh, okay but, they have search uh, for phone lines they do have search yeah i know but yeah. but unfortunately uh sometimes when you explain to a young lady that she's got to do that she doesn't always do it we understand we understand you know? 
We have clients that we can't even convince to back up their stuff. So we understand. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I think All you right, should change well, that. Give that a shot. Um, Good. And the last time I heard the beep code, I think it was 1996. Yes, thankfully it's rare. The hardware yeah. has come a long way. It's a much more reliable. But beep codes, we'd hear them all the time in the old days. Yeah, well, still, well, still yeah, you sure did. Yeah. yeah. Sure did. All right, Jack. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you don't have video, a beep code is the only thing that's going to tell you what's wrong. <laughs> right. Right. Without a beep code, you're sunk. Yeah. Let's go on to John in Hartford next. What's going on, John? You there? Yep. Good morning. Morning, sir. Uh, uh, I got a Lenovo laptop. It's been working great. About a week ago, when I go to print a Word doc or a spreadsheet or even an email from Google, I get no text appearing on the paper. If there's a an image or a you know an icon, something like that, that prints. Uh, I have a Canon printer. I offloaded it from my computer. I took it right off deleted it and reloaded it and I still have the same problem. Yep. I can I can take the word in Excel, anything like that. If I convert it over to a PDF, it'll print out everything I that I need. Wow. Windows ten? Yes. I think you got one of those updates that you need to uninstall. Windows uh K B five triple zero eight zero two five triple zero eight zero eight. You gotta uninstall them. Because that that is a, a symptom of the fix that Microsoft sent out when they produced the bug that blew people's systems up, the blue screen of death. The fix, the update to that, didn't produce the blue screen of death, but messed up the graphics on the printing. So it could be that. You're right, Bob. So yeah, We're going to have you roll back one of those uh, updates that we think you have on your system, clear that out of your system, and it should should solve it. I'll put, a, I'll put that in air quotes. Yeah, I don't like that answer. I'll find the one that I found originally. Yeah, but there's definitely we've got plenty of articles that I've read recently with this whole the whole Windows 10 printer update that they rushed out a fix that made made some other problems, which is normal for Microsoft. Yeah, um, we think that's it. The PDF working kind of does this because does kind of seem that that would be that that issue because what you see is what you get, which is called WYSIWYG. Um, right. Should be how the printing works. So if you do a print preview, John, before you print it out, does it look correct? Or is it all garbled up, or is it missing the text? Because it's going to uh, use the same printer driver to get you that WYSIWYG view. No, nah, it, it shows the whole document. Shows it correct. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got to be Microsoft Here we go. update. My, my, I already found it. No, this is the, covers all four of the updates that are the offenders. Okay. But two of them I haven't, I've never found, but two of them, I, if, if it's not the... Uh, Five triple zero eight zero two. Then it's KB five triple zero eight zero eight zero eight. Okay. The other two eight zero nine and eight twenty two. I've never found yet, but I'll post this. You haven't found it in the wild. I haven't ever seen it. I right. run all four. And yeah. That's this one's not installed. This one's not installed. And okay. Eventually, one of the four will be installed. So we'll put a link up there for you, John, to see which one you may want to remove to see if it solves the issue. It'll be on the Facebook page. It'll be on not the Facebook page. It'll be on computertalkwithtab.com dot com over at our live links area of the show. Okay. Great. All right, that should do it for you. All right, thanks. You're welcome, John. Happy Easter. You too. 
All right. Real quick, I wanted to go and bring this up. Uh, recently, someone, a friend of ours, had their entire uh, checkbook emptied out through Uber because, of course, she linked her checkbook account with paying Uber. Don't do that. All right? ACH transactions can be messy, Bob. They're hard to figure out. And if somebody hacks your account, as she found, $5,000 exited her account. So don't ever link services ever, I know I sound like Clark Howard now, with your bank account. Ever. Use a credit card. You're not. If somebody rips off your credit card, you're not responsible. If someone takes money out of your bank account, you got to work with a bank. And that can be fun. She did get her money back, which was good. I bring this up because Tesla, <laughs> sorry, Danny, is double billing some customers for their cars, a report says. This was on Roadshow as well. The issue seems to stem from Tesla's new ACH payment option. And basically what's happening is the trouble specifically stems from Tesla's move to accept Bitcoin, fake money, as well as bank wire transfers and automated clearinghouse transfers. Several buyers who have opted to pay for their cars outright isn't that great? They, they, they can afford those cars and instead of physically writing the check, they're like, here you go, Tesla, go into my bank account and pull it out. <laughs> they found themselves being double billed for their vehicles. And that's kind of, you know, even for people who can afford an $80,000 vehicle, having 160 pulled out is not a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can cover the 80, but I can't cover the <laughs> <laughs> So in most cases, the effect of this double charges have a couple of options. They can call their bank and ask them to reverse the charges, but that can take over a month and requires the bank and Tesla to hash things out. So again, ACH transfers, they shouldn't even be able to do a second transfer automatically. ACH is still, as far as I'm concerned, a mess. Um, because we've given you other examples of whole payroll services that inadvertently put money into people's accounts and had to pull them back and ended up pulling them back two and three times. And so imagine your paycheck goes in incorrectly and then comes out three times worse. <laughs> so some of this stuff happens with ACH and folks at Tesla, the smartest company on the planet is having its own issues with ACH as well. So I would caution you to connect your bank account to any of these companies. Um, just connect it to the credit card. And imagine the points you could get by buying a Tesla on whatever credit card you used. Frequent flyer miles? Yeah. I mean, that'd be the way to do it. That's only just a little cautionary tale. I'm going to step out for a quick break. Bob and I are. We'll be right back with your questions. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice, which is always good. Let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this lovely Saturday morning. We're going to go to Jean in Canton next. What's going on, Jean? Hi. Hi. I wanted to share with you uh, a very strange set of parameters that the uh, folks at T-Mobile gave for getting their hotspot service. Okay. Um, we checked around at uh, different locations to see where the service was available, and it turned out it was actually going to be available where we have a second home. Nice. And that sounded great because yeah. we're paying a great deal for cable TV and Internet service through Comcast. And uh, my husband called up, and they said, okay, we need your Social Security number. Well, so that's not unusual. Said, well, that's sort of what their position was. Uh, and he negotiated with him. But, uh, we also need your driver's license number. Yeah, that's not unusual either. 
And we need your credit card number. Yep. My goodness, you sound like you're working for them. Because I know. something you need to do. I know it does sound creepy. <laughs> I know, I know. It does sound creepy, right? So I think they're just trying to prove you are who you say you are, and they want to send the bill to the right person. Um, there's a lot of you know a lot of theft that goes on, right? So what, what's a company going to do if Gene from Canton calls up? But then again, your point would be, look, here's my credit card. Give me the service, and uh, here's my credit card, and bill my credit card, and leave me alone. So you make a point. Why do they need it? I, I remember when I first got my first cell phone, my goodness, the application to file for a cell phone back in the 90s, early 90s, I think I, ever, I, think I promised them my firstborn um, based on the form I filled out. I really do. And they met him and they renegotiated. No, he's the one. I, he's a good one. He's a good one. The third one's the trouble. But it was my, you know, I said my future firstborn is going to be yours for me to have a cell phone. Um, so, you know what? It does seem like a lot. Um, these companies have been in, have been collecting that information for quite some time. I think it has just to do with making sure that you are who you say you are. Um, but I am just as concerned about giving up my information, and we do it all the time. Um, so you're right to be concerned. If it's too much for you, Gene, you're welcome to say, "Well, you know what, guys, pound sand. I don't. I, if you just can't take my credit card and bill me, I don't want you as a as a yeah, service." I mean, think about. I mean, you buy computer systems with your credit card, right? You know, you you do all kinds of stuff where they have a chance to check whether you actually have the funds to pay for the item. Right. Uh, and I don't think they need that information. And I'd love to have the whole world know that that's what they're looking for. Yeah. And put well, you told them. On and say, you know, we don't need you that badly. It's not happening. Um, yep. So anyhow, that's my thinking. And of yep. course, my maybe I'm just getting too big a view on things. But going back to your conversations about the earlier computers, I can remember with yeah. a little uh, handset coupler calling my boyfriend from my college to Dartmouth, which had the Dartmouth time-sharing system. Neat. And I had to do some big math calculations that the computer systems where I was weren't really quite up to doing. Uh, so I would do my calculations, but I'd also be able to send him some messages over the DTSS system. Imagine so, how expensive that was. <laughs> well, that's why the tuition was this high. Yeah. Bob wants to say something about T-Mobile. So T-Mobile got hacked at the end of 2020. And this is why I wouldn't want to do business with anybody who says they need your social security number. Yeah. Because they got hacked. How are you going to protect my, my data? You're mm-hmm. going to protect me from getting uh, you know, my identity stolen from you? Yeah. And you, you can't know? get a new social security number. That's right. Right. The only problem is, guys, just so you know, with solar winds, I think the Social Security Administration probably was hacked too. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they all. I mean, it's it, what are you going to do? It's like, so I don't. I don't disagree with you, what you're saying, Gene. It just a, it doesn't sound surprising. Um, and I don't blame you for being creeped out about giving all that information to get a simply a silly hotspot for your internet. You know, why do they need it? You're you're right. You brought it up. People heard you. And, and you can make that choice. I think that's up to you. And, of course, in a few years, Social Security could be bankrupt. So people have Social Security numbers. In a few years? It won't be worth anything, right? What do you mean a few years? It's already bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on paper. they got all yeah. these IOUs. Yeah. We already know it's bankrupt. Most of us already know it's bankrupt. So we, we hear you, Gene. Okay. Thanks for the talk. Enjoying the show. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out. Then Dr. Leslie will come in and give you a second opinion on your health on your health advice. And stick around, too. I think Len and Lisa from Garden Talk and all the folks will be here. 
over at WTIC. So stick around. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And i got to make a correction because, again, if we were in the Farmington studios, we'd see a lovely whiteboard that's kept up, and it would tell us what the heck's coming on the show, what's going on for the for the Saturday. And in this case, uh, Garden Talk, no Garden Talk this Saturday. It's going to be replaced by the socks. So stick around for the socks today at 1210. Um, this could be a nice day, a little chilly out there. Um, who's left on the Sox? But at least we'll get to listen to <laughs> listen to the, the Red Sox uh, play today at twelve ten. I want to quickly go. We've got a lot of chatter on our Facebook page over at WTIC's Facebook page about the Radio.com Audacity change and people's Odyssey. Apps change. Odyssey, Odyssey. Sorry, that's Joey Burgoyne who we got on the show here. Uh, the famous Joey Burgoyne, who is infamous, the famous, it's all the same. Producer of the Ray Dunaway and Brian Shackman show, there, the morning show. So, so, what do you know, Joey, about this change? People are saying that the app got changed, and what's going on? So, go ahead and give us a little update. Yes, we are no longer radio.com or entercom.com. We're now just the Odyssey Radio Group or Audience Odyssey, and that's it. Um, the radio.com app, if you had it, you can just go to your Play Store or App Store for an Android, and it should have an update. I know mine had an update within hours of the announcement. It just changed over. All the radio.com stuff is now changed to Odyssey. Otherwise, I mean, the app has changed a little bit, the colors, um, the logos, but otherwise it's fairly the same app for the most part. All right, and it's pretty much the same company, right? Did they just change the nope, name? Yeah, or? we're all the same company. There was no buyouts or anything like that. It was just a rebranding, name change, Um because, you know, radio is just one facet of what the company does with podcasts and streaming. So it's not a radio company. We're an audio company. I love it. We're audio. We're audacious. And it's an odyssey. We're odyssey. Sounds good, Joey. You couldn't have said it better yourself. Okay. <laughs> I think he just did. <laughs> we do appreciate you chiming in because I just figured the folks on the stream would want to hear about it. And so would the folks uh, listening. Yeah, I mean, so. you can still listen to all the same stations, us and everyone else you listen to. Just go to, like I said, your app store or play store. There's yep. probably going to be an update if you haven't already gotten it. So it is a little deceiving that first time you go look for the radio.com app and it's not there. It's under A for Odyssey. Right. You don't have a formerly known as. No, no. We're not like <laughs> Prince. Okay. We just did, we did change our symbol, but no purple rain. Very good. Thanks, Joey. Yeehaw. All right. We appreciate it. All right. Let's go to your calls. Let's go with, uh, to Cindy in Weathersfield next. What's going on, Cindy? Good morning. Morning. Um, I'm going to try to phrase this succinctly. I just switched to go net speed. Congratulations. Yeah. It's so far so good. Not, yeah. not to mention the money I'm saving. Yes. <laughs> so, um, my old cable provider ran my um, router through my desktop computer, which is about probably 15 years old. Yeah. When I turn it on, nothing happens. Um, I can hear a noise, but the, my screen is blank. Um, so I can't go into the settings and clean out the computer is there a way or a service that i can clean out the computer so i can recycle it oh 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 okay so you want to e-cycle it um yeah. 
Well, there are services out there. I, I don't know how involved they get with uh, looking at your data or not. Uh, Green Monster in West Hartford is a electronics e-cycler that we use. Um, uh-huh. But then before we send our clients' systems to them, we do a thorough wiping, shredding, uh-huh. and then drilling of the equipment so that the data can never be looked at or seen uh-huh. ever again. Um, so your hard drive is going to be sacrificed. So the easiest thing for you maybe to uh-huh. just take that hard drive out of there uh-huh. um, and le- keep it. You can always keep the hard drive. Uh, okay. And then when you have some time and you're feeling kind of cranky, you just take a sledgehammer to it. Just wear some, sunglass- uh, some <laughs> safety glasses. Um, so they get the whole the whole chassis, but you'll keep the hard drive. I don't okay. know that I would give it to somebody just to, hey, wipe my data, please. Are they right. look at it first? You know, uh-huh. you don't want to. You don't want to be on, you know, on the news like Hunter Biden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I would take the drive out. Um, okay. And then you could responsibly recycle it. With a okay. Green Monster. And what does a hard drive look like? How do I take that out? Uh, it looks like a little. I always call it about the size of a sandwich. But what do you think, Bob? Well, you said it's. It, you, this was a uh, desktop, correct? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's probably going to be about an inch thick, maybe three quarters of an inch thick, and it's going to be maybe uh, uh, about three and a half inches wide, maybe five inches long. It's a, okay. like a little square. Uh, almost, um, and it might even say hard hard drive on it, disk drive <laughs> okay. on it. It might say uh-huh. that it could be a Hitachi, Seagate, uh, Western Digital, uh, could be any any one of those types of drives. I suspect it's probably one of those three. That's right. Okay, great. Um, all right, Cindy. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, and uh, let us know how you like the service. I, so far, I love it. It's only been two weeks, but I'm very happy. Super fast, right? And which uh, which span, uh, bandwidth did you buy? Well. 2G because that's 2G? Yeah. 2 gigs? 2 Wow. What are you What are you guys doing? You're launching the space shuttle over there? No, they offered 2 or 5. Oh, no, no. That's your wireless. Um Oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> we thought sorry. you were talking about a 2 gigs. Okay, it's a fair no. yeah, This is very confusing. You have 2G or 5G Wi-Fi internally is what you're doing. I, but what speed did yeah. you pay for? What did you buy? Do you I know? I bought the cheapest one because That's fine. I don't Pardon? That's fine. It's the 150 yeah. is what you did. You did 150 megabit up and down is what you did for the cheapest mm-hmm. one. When yeah. you said 2G, I mean, holy moly. <laughs> you could have like three school systems connected to your house and it would be faster than what they're using now. Um, good for you, Cindy. We, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. So I hope We're, everybody switches to it. It's time to put an end to the uh, cable companies. Wouldn't that be Ooh. nice? You know... <laughs> I called. I called you to shut it off, and they want to charge me ten dollars to push the button to shut my cable off. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be an incentive for you to stay in, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that is just insult to injury. We're gonna get the last ten bucks out of Cindy we can. We're gonna charge her ten dollars to you, shut it off. You want to stop doing business with us? We're gonna charge you. You gotta pay for it. <laughs> That's sick. The word that I use cannot be said on radio. No, no, I hear you. We're all thinking it, Cindy. Thanks for that. We appreciate it. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, Let's go bye-bye. on. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jane in Bristol. What's going on, Jane? I didn't Hello, think that... How are you? Good, good, good. What can we do for you? 
Well, I haven't seen you in a year since uh, Bristol Brass and Wind hasn't been able to play. Oh, I know. I miss. I miss. Play. I, you know, I should bring that up more. I mean, community bands are just decimated by this whole COVID thing. We can't wait to get back and play, and it's so much fun. It's <laughs> kind of all... hard to play a trumpet when you got to wear a mask. <laughs> it's really hard yeah. to play a trumpet with a mask on, and then you got to put a big bag on the end of your trumpet. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't work real yeah. well. Yeah, and my horn would be blowing straight back at you. Yeah, so well, good to, good to chat with you, Jane. What can we do for you? All right. Um, I have two 10-plus-year-old computers that are about to bite it. Yep. And I have no idea as far as... Um, where I should be looking for processors, memory, storage at this point. Um, oh. And my printer also just died, so I'm also looking for recommendations on a, um, okay. like a all-in-one printer. Yeah, so I'll start with the basic computing. Um, I5 minimum, 9th, 10th, or 11th gen processor, whatever you can find out there. Intel is what we would recommend, uh, only because that's the one we standardize. AMD has lovely processors. I just don't have enough experience to recommend them. Um, mm -hmm. So i5, 9th, 10th, or 11th gen, uh, 8 gigs of RAM minimum. If you can get 16, that's great. And a solid state hard drive, uh, 256 minimum, but 512 would be nice. Okay. And so that'll give you a, a nice performing machine for, you know, it's going to have Windows 10. Uh, yeah. But that should give you a good six plus years of performance and uh, longevity. And as for all in one, I, I like lasers, all in one laser printers, HP. I, I would tell you to look at those. I know Staples has probably got a couple of options there for you. Um, we talked about Eco Tank printers last week. Um, they do a good job with with ink. It's a, it's a better form of inkjet printer, and there, believe it or not, is a all in one Epson Eco Tank out there that, from what I am told, will save you a ton of money per print. Um, which I didn't believe until TJ was in yesterday, uh, last Saturday and said, we have one here and it works really well. <laughs> so I didn't know. Um, I don't know everything. So check those two out. Eco, Eco okay. Tanks uh, by Epson and HP would be the other option for all-in-ones. All right. That sounds good. Like I said, my HP, I think, is you know 10 years old and it's just, um, you know, won't feed the paper anymore. So Yeah. Those rollers but, start to get, you know, kind of. It's not the roller. Oh, what is it? No, it's the solenoid. There's two of them. The solenoid, huh? Yeah, Slipping solenoid? No, well, the solenoid, they put a piece of uh, foam. Yeah. So when the solenoid engages, okay, it doesn't stick. Ah. It gets magnetized. So when it's uh, done about 100,000 pages or so, yeah. that piece of foam wears out. So the fix is mm -hmm. you got to cut into... The, the shield that covers oh boy. it oh and boy. put a piece of paper in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Jane. <laughs> but it probably works. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it works, but I wouldn't do it. Um, I would tell you. I, I've, I've gotten my money out of this printer for sure. That's right. Very good. And the computers. And, I have been very happy. So. Oh, good. Yeah. And I look forward to playing with you again once we uh, once they let us back into the building. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be able to play above a middle C on the staff, but other than that. <laughs> yeah, well, I use the COVID time to practice, so hopefully. Oh, that, you hit me. <laughs> so she basically just gave me a passive-aggressive smack in the head. Uh, yeah. whew, whew. I, oh, I, I should have done that, but I, it was too depressing for me. I don't know. I just couldn't, I just couldn't bring myself to, to pick up the horn and have nothing to play for. 
but I can't wait till we come back and get together again and as a group. That's a great group, Bristol Brass and Wind, 80 folks strong when we went silent. Yeah. At least 80 folks strong and a great group, and I can't wait to play again. So everyone get your shot, and we'll get back and play soon. All right, All right. Jane? Thanks, Eric. Hey, thank you. Okay. All right, bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we have four lines wide open for the, before the top of the hour. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. As we wait for your calls, we wanted to bring up some news, and Bob wanted to talk about something that we find near and dear to our hearts. What's going on there, Bob? Okay. This is another CNET article. Mm-hmm. And Biden lets Trump's H-1B visa ban expire. I know this is one that's close to your heart, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> The president allowed the ban to lapse this week. The H-1B visa ban introduced by President Donald Trump last year expired on Wednesday, with President Joe Biden allowing the rules to come to an end. In an update on Thursday, the U.S. Department of State said visa applicants who were previously refused due to Trump's freeze may reapply by submitting a new application. Visa applicants who have not yet been interviewed will have their applications prioritized and processed under the State Department's phased resumption plan. Mm -hmm. The Trump administration in June 2020 stopped the government issuing H-1B visas through an executive order linked to the coronavirus pandemic. In October... October? uh, October. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Trump then placed new restrictions on the H-1B visas for Mm -hmm. highly skilled foreign workers, rules that were struck down by a federal judge in December who said the administration failed to show good cause for issuing the rules on an emergency basis. The Trump administration had argued that the new rules, which fell onto the Department of Labor and Homeland Security, needed to be issued rapidly because of unemployment caused by Mm COVID-19. The Labor Department rule, which went into effect in October, raised the minimum salaries employers were required to pay for H-1B workers. The Homeland Security rule, which was set to take effect in December, would have required foreign workers to have a degree in the specialty occupation they apply for, as opposed to any college degree. Right, basket weaving doesn't count. So the reason it's near and dear to my heart is exactly that little last piece of it, Bob. The H-1B visas were allowing foreign workers to come in and take American jobs at a lower price right because they weren't forced to pay them what they were due and those poor workers were actually indentured servants to the companies in India that got them here you could only work for that one company you came over for and you're now a indentured servant of that company and if you if it didn't work out they sent you back so the issue that i have is you're you're displacing american workers with cheaper foreign workers it's almost like outsourcing globally but this time you're bringing them here and outsour- you're outsourcing yourself locally. And American workers were complaining that they couldn't find jobs in their own industry. industries. And these companies were getting around that. And we showed a video on this years ago where they have these lawyers having these seminars showing companies how you can get around and post your job on these, these obscure newspapers, you know, so that at least you follow the letter of the law, but you realize nobody would see the ad, and then you could say, hey, nobody applied. I want to get these cheaper H-1B visa folks. So, I mean, I feel bad for the the H-1B visa folks that are coming in and this is occurring. They should be paid what they're worth, number one. They should have a degree in what they're supposed to be paid in, 
right? And if, if all else is equal, fair, you know, the local uh, American worker is not being displaced for a lower cost H-1B visa worker, if it's an equal pay situation where the new worker is a better choice, I guess, I, I can deal with competition. But they're, they're, they were sli- they're sliding in under at a cheaper rate against Americans. I got a problem with that. And it says the tech industry relies heavily on H-1B visas with around three quarters of each year's 85,000 allotted H-1B visas going to people who work in tech. Right. So is it that a failure of our public school system in training technical people? Is that the issue? We, we are not training enough technical people to take American technical jobs? Or are places like Google, Apple, Facebook, trillion-dollar companies, Microsoft, choosing the cheaper ones rather than the American workers? I think that's the latter. I the, think so, too, unless, former. unless we're, it's an indictment of our educational systems where we're not putting out enough IT folks. Um, I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, we've been telling, we've been telling you that IT is the future since when we started this show, and, and we're not the sharpest tax in the drawer. You probably could figure that out all on your own. So I would think most colleges, universities, schools are, are trying to train people for these jobs. Having these other folks compete at a lower price, it's just mind-boggling. And now we're going to let them do it again, um, and to the detriment of American workers, I think. So we'll see what happens with this. I don't think it's going to be a good thing, but... It is what it is, right? As the sign says over our kitchen sink at home. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. We want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us on Facebook and like us at Tab Computer Systems, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, and you're not in Australia, you might get it into your news feed. I want to thank Joey Burgoyne. I want to thank Matt Sorois back in the Farmington studios. Someday we'll be able to go there again. But for now, we're speaking to you from the hermetically sealed studios here in East Hartford, Connecticut, here in Tab Computer Systems uh, corporate offices. And we do appreciate you listening to us this Saturday morning. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>